Welcome to Changeboard's Future Talent Podcast, our series of exclusive interviews with senior business leaders and thinkers to uncover their perspectives on the changing world of work. I'm Tom Ritchie, Changeboard's digital editor. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe. The Future Talent Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this interview, Changeboard's editor-in-chief, Mary Appleton, speaks to Sony Music's senior vice president of HR, David Ray. David has close to 20 years of experience in human resources, working for organizations such as BAE Systems and the RSA. He has led Sony Music's global HR team since July of last year. In this podcast, David discusses his career path, the challenges in leading a workforce in a disrupted industry, and gives his advice to aspiring HR leaders. Lovely to see you this afternoon, David. Cool. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, can you start by telling us a little bit about your career and how did you get to where you are now? Um, wow. Gosh. Uh, I wish I knew. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I so been working uh, in the world of real life for fifteen years. So, um, and that started off uh, bizarrely doing payroll in the northeast of England um, for uh, German employees who worked at Procter & Gamble. Oh, so right. um, the connection from where I started to where I got to now is is definitely a path. Um, and um, and that, that kind of kicked me off in the world of corporate life. It was um, fresh out of university, uh, working with loads of other graduates, um, and this world of um, things that weren't structured or in rule books or that I couldn't go and cram in a library. Um, I was now there doing something that had like impact on people and that you know truly did when you were paying them um, and working in such a big company like Procter & Gamble and then that was IBM was at the age of 22 was mind-blowing for me um, and learned so much about you know uh, small fish massive pond mm. um, and you know was I in love with payroll no but it was great to be in a, in, in a world of work and structure and learn that and really that came to a point for me where um, they were going through like a, a massive tubey transition at that point and um, I couldn't help myself and I put my hand up to be like, let me help with that. I did a degree in HR business and German, so hopefully there was some relevance to kind of saying, you know, not done this before, but what can I do to help? Yeah. Um, and that was all about getting people feeling good about going to um, IBM from Procter & Gamble. Um, and that was just common sense in my head of, you know, helping people like integrate, helping people work their way around this new organization. Um, but there was a point of, I knew there was more that I wanted to do and this wasn't gonna be my life. Um, and there was an opportunity that came up from where I originally grew up in West Cumbria um, for a startup um, in public sector. Um, and um, it was about uh, the topic of how do we safely decommission in nuclear power stations across the UK. Wow. But it was a startup <laughs> and I was like, okay, did I wanna go back to West Cumbria? No, uh, not in my head anyway. But this was an amazing opportunity. I'd be back close to my family. So um, so I went, I, I dug my tunnel back um, across the country from east to west um, and was employee 30, um, uh, third in the HR team. Um, and that was kind of career defining. It was like three and a half years, but it felt like twice that in terms yeah. of everything from um, you know establishing new policies, processes, bringing people in in volume, but then also at the point for me that kind of I think has been a tipping point um, I put my hand up again 
and was like, I think people joined us for more than just being in West Cumbria. They joined us for a career. Yeah. So can I actually work on um, learning, development, talent? Um, and there was just something in my gut that was like, this is the right thing to do. Um, and um, I'll always credit Alison. And Alison was like, all right, son, go for it, Northerners. <laughs> um, yeah. And so um, and so that's where I, I, I was allowed to play for two more years, creating what at that point was great structures and frameworks around talent, coaching programs, leadership programs. Um, and it was all very, um, I, you know, I met great people to work with. So it wasn't just me, but it was all very intuition and gut based. Um, and it was phenomenal. Like I'll, I'll always, I'll, I'll probably look on that as like one of those defining moments of when you're in a startup, like until you're in it, you can't actually describe what it's like. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of, dug another tunnel and went from north to south at this point and realized that, um, you know, I wanted to do more. Um, where could I get that? Um, and so I, I moved on to uh, to kind of building up experiences in, um, still kind of back into a bigger corporate life. So I was at BA Systems um, and took on a head of recruitment and talent and learning role there in one of their business units. Um, mind blowing, you know, massive business, 100,000 employees. I was mm. in a business of 5,000 trying to, do some stuff that pushed on um, these agendas in BAE. Um, and then uh, quite quickly, uh, somebody tapped me on the shoulder and was like, do you want to work in group? Um, and so I went and did a piece of work working close to the group HR director and learned everything around um, talent and succession, yeah. HR capability. Um, and then kind of it's gone on like that. So um, lots of putting my hands up, wanting to do more, learning loads. Um, never shy i've done stuff with excel tables that i never thought i'd do with powerpoint <laughs> slides all in the name of moving talent forward um and then most recently have been at sony music uh and started um very much as um I, i'd always describe this as kind of the golden ticket winner where they were in a point of growth and realized people needed to be super focused on um, and so they created a job that was all about organizational development um, and as I said I was the lucky ticket winner that got that job um, and I've been here for just over five years now um, and initially starting that where we've been working on not necessarily um, about processes here but super focused outcomes on helping people be their best connecting that with how they can be more innovative and pulling that out of people and creating that kind of confidence to do really great work in what is a very fantastic, very lucky environment where you're in a music company. Mm. Um, and then more happens. So um, went on to put my hand up again, said what else? Um, and then um, most recently have been leading HR for um, kind of our international market, so UK, Europe, Latin, yeah. and Asia. So um, yeah, lots of lots of fun twists and turns, um, and um, and that's where I am today. Fantastic, and quite a sector or industry change from BAE to Sony Music. How was that? Yeah, um, not sure how I did it, but I've, anyway, I've done it. Um, <laughs> it. In terms of differences, I probably start with. For me, the, the piece that we all wrestle with in the jobs that we do in HR and talent, um, they're all saying the same. It's about helping people be their best, giving them confidence about what they can do and their career growth within an organization, all in the context of helping this business be absolutely awesome. Um, and BAE and Sony want the same things in that way. The context of it and how you go about it, that's where 
I guess the most flexibility is had to come in from my point yeah. in terms of what you know, and, and it's probably no surprise to people working in the context of engineering structure, highly regulated, mm. um, requires a certain style. And I know I joked flippantly around PowerPoints and Excel, but a very data-driven approach to talent, especially yeah. there and people. Um, where I am now and, and probably what has been huge fun for me has been how you do that through engaging with people. It's about the core of the relationships. You know, a music business is ultimately all about talent, music mm. talent. So um, for me, the, the kind of, the differences here has been the connection with people and and because of that emotional intelligence is is kind of a given uh to a larger larger extent that people get people yeah um, you can do fun things that feel quite different around um you know talking about how you help people really find out their purpose and and kind of making the assumption that if you do that they can then go on and do fantastic work with us and so that's kind of been the more playful side of the work at sony music um that again has been fantastic for me Okay, great. And can you talk a little bit about um, your challenges in your role at the moment? So what are the major things that you're grappling with right now? Uh, so um, I'm always one for what else, what's next. Yeah. Um, and so um, so that's always a challenge for me is to keep it under control. But, <laughs> um, you know, the industry is fantastic. It's growing. You know, everybody, even if they're a casual consumer or more fanatical about music, will see that there's, a, there's an energy around what is happening in music through the worlds of streaming and and kind of you know it, opening up a a kind of a world that maybe people didn't th- kind of have access to before so that's a fantastic context the challenges that are associated with that are how do we keep up with some of that growth um so some of that is being disrupted by um other people outside of kind of the music industry so how are we starting to really create kind of new skills and capabilities that can capitalize on this world of opportunity so streaming um is fantastic as a, as a consumer but it produces a whole load of data that as an organization like us or, or anybody else in music um we can be doing more with that we can be way cleverer we can start to analyze it can influence how we market things it can influence how we playlist um and so that requires a capability that potentially hasn't always been as kind of the forefront of some of the other kind of things that we do as core so one of our challenges is how we kind of bring develop grow iterate the organization around that um i think also kind of the strength of our brand you know again it's a fantastic place to be and and you know it's it's kind of from the outside in i'm sure people are oh aren't you so lucky and yeah i am um but we need to kind of keep kind of reinforcing that and kind of be making that very more personal for people and for me you know the challenge is that people are just much savvier nowadays as employees you know we're savvier as consumers you know we can kind of get the best deal anywhere go onto google and you've got a comparison site that can help you buy anything and get the best rate and feel good about it mm. there's an element of as an employee now you've kind of got that same level of opportunity to be way more discerning about where you spend your time what you're going to do um and so one of our challenges is not to be just is kind of keep up with that and be like not just the cool factor but that we create meaning for people they do fantastic work here and, and how we do that and that's a lot of our talent development work that, that we kind of put in place and a lot around our kind of performance culture that we tr- really try to kind of crack here so mm-hmm. um you know the challenges go on and on but they're the stuff that i'm constantly thinking about and then again on top of that you know 
like everybody else, we're living in a world where we need to be super inclusive, ensuring that diversity means diversity. You know, it's not superficial. It's about kind of true, you know, kind of breadth of backgrounds and where people are coming from as much as some of the kind of more um, talked about elements of diversity. So, you know, they're all the things. And, and that's what I mean. In some ways, it's no different to, you know, if you were at a bank or yeah. um, where else, it's just the context of how you're going to crack it mm. here is going to be slightly different. Yeah. And so picking up on your diversity point, then, are there any particular areas of diversity that you find particularly challenging within the company? Um. I think, you know, again, it, it's probably not going to be a surprise, but it's, it's it's always around, you know, how are we not creating any conscious, unconscious barriers around people's kind of progression? So, you know, like everybody else and seeing the kind of gender pay gap reporting, mm. you know, it is around how we encourage and support um, kind of... Uh, women within our organization to kind of create flexibility to do fantastic work but knowing that there's other things to demand so there's there's the obvious stuff that kind of are there but i think you know the more interesting side and i think you know where i get really excited about is how you create innovation in what are slightly more corporate organizations um is the diversity of background um, and that we're not all the same. And, you know, I think organizations, and, and sometimes you can forget, you know, we hire in the same way or the image of ourselves or we all look for the same yeah. university degrees or we're all, we're, we're just educated. And actually there's something around where can we surface, where can we source and scout for people that have got this fantastic potential that might not be through the routes that we typically look at. And I think that's the, the bit that I think is one, super exciting to see what you can do to solve for and two, the potential if you do I think mm. could be huge and is that something you guys are thinking about at the moment and and what sort of initiatives are you running to do that yeah so um so around around the business there's 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 lots of uh work and early thinking and design around um different kind of programmatic ways to kind of source and attract people so um you know organizations and we are the same you know you kind of have roles and vacancies and you know you're constantly mindful of that but can you do this through um to have more impact as well kind of through more cohort recruitment so um yes there's things like you know people are you know lots of conversations around interns and graduate recruitment yes and and i think that's a place that we're starting around where you know we're not going to normal sources we're tapping into um schools we're tapping into academies that are kind of for people that again are um have got potential but might not have come through the pure academic route um but also for kind of creative talent really sourcing and trying to be really creative of um basically kind of where you find people to give them an outlet to express their creative potential yeah, that's not yeah. just about application forms so we're hiring people through video applications now we're um kind of creating we've done some fantastic work our hr director in france has created a really interesting program for a&R talent where in partnership with um, Credit Mutuel they're actually kind of sourcing a very extensive uh, recruitment attraction piece that is about what we can do to inspire potential candidates for our, our programs here we actually take them on a journey around certain cities to then kind of use that as inspiration for them to play back that level of creativity oh, so we're yeah. so it's different ways in which you get an insight into people as well that's not just about kind of the the one-on-one conversations so um we're we're we're, we're working hard to kind of crack that nut
an A&R talent? Uh, so A&R, so that's one of our core things of a music company. So that's, right. um, they're kind of the, the kind of the artist repertoire. So it can range see, from yeah. people who find new music talent to helping them put together great content. So, um, so that's kind of the lifeblood of, of a music company. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, you, you know, you're in a really kind of, what sounds like a very exciting industry and, and place to work what would be your advice to other change board listeners um who maybe aren't working in a in a company with such a big brand how, what would be the kind of key things that they need to think about when they're looking at how to hire diversely and, and hire the right talents come through um i think you know what what we've done is is start small you know and and you know that the, the topic is organizational wide it's it's far reaching and and it can be you know my head gosh i'm overwhelmed when i think about oh my god like where does little old me and our hr people team start with this and i think starting on you know one of my questions that i constantly go is about what pain people have and in our organization that pain was always about you know some of that kind of core capability of a music company can't be trained as such it's like it's in people so if that's a pain can we start to be creative around well where do we find that way way earlier and nurture that and so it's not solving everything to do with diversity but it's a place that we're starting so you know my advice would be trying to hone in on kind of one thing that you want to test and experiment with and that's another thing for me is like experiment you know I, I kind of get slight I get overwhelmed when people are talking about like a big what's your strategy what's your roadmap and sometimes you can't work that out until mm. you start doing something and feeling okay and, and getting the organization to be like listen we're going to experiment and play with this but we're going to start with something I think for me is the best place otherwise um, you might just get stuck and never do anything and do you think that that experimentation is kind of a core part of the culture within Sony? Uh, it's definitely, that's one of the things I think in, in kind of my time here so far, it's definitely the, the kind of emerging culture. You know, we've done lots of work in other pieces around talent where it's a great, it's been a great concept for us of getting people to feel comfortable with risk and, mm. and you know, need to be like we don't know where this is going to go we're not asking for the earth to do something with this but let's play and let's kind of like work with the mantra what's the worst that can happen and so that through that work and the level of executive engagement on programs like that is kind of they're kind of learning together as well so um I, I think it's definitely one of the things that we've seen shift as well is a level of comfort with trying stuff. Okay. And and that, that kind of mindset, I guess, is is not a traditional business mindset. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, new talent, future talent coming through, that's more of the expectation? It's around, okay, how can we fail fast? Yeah. And learn? I, I, I think... I think I don't know whether they'd articulate it like that, but I think the the kind of the sense that I always get around what's going on right now and when you start talking to kind of um, people much earlier in their career is they want to access lots of experiences. You know, what they care about is is kind of breadth of what they can do and yeah. what they can get involved in. So whether that's about experiments and failing, I, I you know, I don't think they use those words, but they just want to be like, let me have a go at that. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. and maybe that's kind of like, gosh, I've never thought about it until you've asked me that question. But maybe that's kind of why I kept putting my hand up as well All these in all these roles that I've had is because um, I want to kind of test things and, you know, people have been really good to me and, and allowed me to be playful. So I think there's just more of that coming through and people want to be in control of their experience at work. And, you know, we, we can't get away from the fact that... Um, 
people, organizations, companies are competing all the time and are very vocal around this kind of like, this is what it'd be like to work here. And it's way more attractive than something bigger and staler and slower. So kind of the slightly bigger organizations have kind of, you know, I think that's where we, we need to kind of really continue to push and, you know, as you said, kind of create this culture of experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in terms of the broader kind of um, changes, you know, there's a lot of talk at the moment in the news around changes in the employment landscape in terms of the world of work and the gig economy and, and different um, employment models. Yeah. Is that something that you guys are looking at within Sony in terms of how you, you know, maybe remodel or, or look at careers within Sony? Uh less formally than than that yeah. i think it's the context of when people are joining us that they are much clearer that you know they're joining for so many reasons it's about us the brand the content the product but it's also about doing cool work being creative getting involved in lots of stuff as i've said okay. and so i think it's more about us being able to give people opportunity to get involved collaborate connect and y- you know we've got a role to play in that absolutely in terms of like the people function so you know the work that we do is slightly probably more stealthy um that the programs that we create and the experiences and what we do to give people different development opportunities are always very mindful and purposeful around giving people that breadth um and i think you know that's rather than you know we've got a particular policy that's emerging or different ways of contracting with people i think it's less about that for us and more about kind of making every day feel like it's a fun place to be and and they're getting what they want out of that Mm, okay and in terms of from an hr perspective then how is your hr team evolving and, and what are the different skills that you're looking for within the hr function um i i'd say that we are definitely over these last few years all becoming talent people um and uh i'm smiling right now because it's kind of hard you know even in the job that i'm doing now i still do it as a talent person in the way that i think about you know kind of people development growth the organization like i can't help myself um and so maybe I've just got a bias and that's why our team's evolving in that way. But I think ultimately, you know, we, we, we need good systems, we need good processes, absolutely. But I think in certain kind of organizations that are a bit more tolerant of, you know, not everything has to be kind of buttoned up and self-service and whatever. Yeah. And it's it's actually about relationships and, you know, t- getting to know people well enough as, as true talent management. Um, that's meaning for us that we need to be super emotionally intelligent, able to build relationships able to be curious able to diagnose and see what's going on when nobody's really telling you but you can sniff it out i think that's what we're forming as a talent team or a people team or hr team i think that's who we are um and that we're super creative to work with and partner um and that we're not pushing hr projects on anybody either we're quite kind of restrained in that way that you know we'll do the work when the energy's there and you know so i think you know it's 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 that kind of hr team that we are and are continually refining rather than um you know anything else about um what people might have thought you know like process and policy police yeah okay and obviously your career you've talked about it a lot as being characterized by kind of putting your hand up putting yourself forward (laughs) um what would be your message to other aspiring hr leaders um in terms of doing that how how can they do that um grit your teeth 
I, 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 I genuinely sometimes go, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's working hard. I genuinely, you know, and whether that's, you know, that's what mum and dad instilled in me growing up in the Northwest. But, um, you know, the model was work hard, you'll do all right. Um, don't be shy in terms of, you know, work and um and be open and you know i think i had such a great experience up north and then you know coming and working kind of down you know being in london and be you know i know i'm very privileged in terms of who i can be exposed to and you know who you can talk to and work with and it's through you know it is through events that you guys put on as well that it inspires me and so i think there's there's work hard I think there's look for inspiration as well and that can come in so many places and not through um you know kind of traditional places that you think I think it's just being around cool creative people that I get my energy from and sparks ideas and um you know I'd say you know they're my two things is, is is definitely just go for it um and you know every time that I've moved on as well it's because it's felt a good thing and I know I wouldn't be moving on without doing what I've just done before as well so I'm always grateful for everything that's kind of happened and that I've been exposed to and what I've been able to crack so um yeah I'm like feel good about it work hard and get inspired fantastic and so what's next on your agenda what are your kind of key focus areas um so you know we we, we kind of mentioned the challenges and and that's absolutely yeah. what we, we're kind of aiming to crack I think there's there's a personal thing as well now that I'm super focused on and um again whether it's the kind of the time of life that I'm in um <laughs> but it, it, it's all about purpose and kind of what what I stand for and, and and kind of what everybody else stands for and I think you know there, there's so much talk around you know how people help organizations and it's all about their business performance yeah but I kind of was like, can we slightly maybe break the formula for a second and see what happens is if we help people much earlier in their careers understand where they get their kicks from and what they stand for, as I said, and people are able to be way more aware of that and find the experiences or the places that they can do that really well. And that's not about, all right, I'm going to like jack it all in and going to go and set up a cake shop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although that would be the dream. It would be lovely. Um, it's around like being just very mindful of like, can you find something that's going to feed your soul a bit more in addition to kind of the day job maybe? And yeah. so I'm, I, I guess for me personally, what I'd love to crack is see if that assumption rings true is that if you help people understand a bit more about that kind of deeper level stuff, um, what that can do for an organization. And, and again, we've been very lucky that we've been able to play with some of that already in Sony Music. And um, it's fascinating in terms of topics around development and performance, but also engagement that you get around, like actually kind of people feeling that you care about them as well. And, yeah. you know, I think that's where I'm like, I'd, I'd, I'd love to redefine what talent means when people talk about that. It's not spreadsheets, it's not nine boxes. Mm. It's actually like, do you know people well enough to be able to kind of then advise leaders about what and how we should be working with people so um it's kind of lofty it's still forming but I'd, I'd love to like I feel privileged that I can even like say that's what I'd love to do yeah. right now so um I think that's the next next challenge okay no that's awesome and if you can is there any sort of advice you you'd give to your peers in terms of how they can help define that and do that with their with their own talent pools in their own organizations uh so um so, so kind of where we've been experimenting again on this um i think advice is sometimes it's don't tell people what you're about to do and um <laughs> you know organizations and and leaders are kind of conditioned now to exp- 
feet expect certain things from us in, in kind of the fo- the jobs and the functions that we do. Yeah. Um, and so kind of like baking that in there a little bit by stealth and testing it and kind of, you know, if there's programs that you do, you know, that's that's not scary now for organizations. They expect that we do this kind of work and develop people and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think you can start to experiment and bake that in and then kind of see the reaction, the result, and then become a bit bolder with that. And I think that's the way, I, I guess I just have a, a mindset of kind of building energy and momentum mm. sometimes from bottom up is, is sometimes the easier way than kind of setting out big strategic roadmaps. It's kind of create a bit of energy, a bit of noise, and sometimes a bit of jealousy among an organization. And it's amazing what can happen from there. Fantastic. And finally, you've talked a lot about kind of where you get your energy from. What personally motivates you? Where are your passion points? Oh God, that's the hardest question. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, what I, I, I kind of care about and probably why I'm still doing roles like this yeah. right now is, um, is it's corny. It's like making a difference. Like I'm so mindful of we're all, you know, on the whole, super privileged in what we do, where we work, the lives that we lead. And um, I don't want to just turn up to work until I retire. I don't want to just then one day go like, oh, was that it? Is that what I did? And so yeah. my, pa- my my passion point is helping people be awesome. And, you know, that might be on a one-on-one scale. It might be organizationally. Um, and people just be their best and enjoy what they do every day. And, and that that's so lofty and so but it, it, it gets me out of bed I, I don't want to just turn the handle on processes and policies and yeah. you know sometimes that's the easier thing to pretend that we're doing really impactful work but my passion's actually you know working with super ambitious people who want to do something different and just going for it and seeing what happens so um so that's that's genuinely I think where I get my kicks from right now um and have for a long time um and um and just make it a bit more fun you know it's it's kind of we're we're super lucky thank you so much cool awesome thanks Changeboard sixth future talent conference will be taking place in london at the royal geographical society on the 21st of march 2019 join 750 of your peers for a stimulating day of thought leadership on the theme of technology and humanity Visit our conference website, ftconf2019.com. That's ftconf2019.com to get your discounted early bird ticket now. We look forward to bringing you another Future Talent podcast very soon.